Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com. This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Is that Shakespeare? Nope. It's Geico. Uh, Yeah, 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 that's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening. Nay, give it thou the berries. For 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. No, it's from Geico, because they help save people money. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Let's go racing here at Knoxville. Only the best go three up. It is showtime at Williams Grove Speedway. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, here at Eldora Speedway, it's showtime. You are the best. You go for a rip. Often imitated, never duplicated. The greatest show on dirt. Oh, to sit back, relax, and enjoy, because ladies and gentlemen, it's showtime! Set to do battle for 30 laps, the green flag is waving! Hello again, it is Wing Nation weekend here, we love talking sprint car racing, and we are going to set you up for the big race weekend, and we can't wait to talk to Barry Jackson coming up on the show as well, so we're glad you joined us, Aaron Evanham and Steve Post here in the Motor Racing Network studios, and we are setting up for another big weekend along the way, and always fun to talk with Barry Jackson. It is, he's one of my favorites, I've known him for a long time, but you can talk to him about the mechanics of the car, you can talk about the schedule, the business. He's just a wealth of knowledge and a great guy. And we're also going to talk about something far more important than that with him, too. Yes. Being grandpa to a racer. Quarter midget racer. Quarter midget racer, yeah. So look forward, as always, to talk with Barry. World of Outlaws, oh my gosh, fingers crossed. California, Ohio starting to get up and running. And and one of the things that really starts to get going now is a lot of the ASCS regional races are going on, too, as well. So USCS Sprint Car Challenge Tour out in California. Man, what they're doing with that is phenomenal as well. Yeah, it's Lots of good stuff happening. Yeah, uh, Elk Grove Ford, man, they have just made yeah. that thing. They have just absolutely exploded that thing out there. So yeah. uh, great stuff. So it is going to be a great show. We're going to talk to Barry Jackson in just a little bit, but we do want to look back to something spectacular last weekend, okay? It was the Speed Palace. It was Saturday night. You could watch it on Speed Shift TV. Of course, this is what it sounded like when track announcer Earl Hoon had the call. Remember, Anthony Macri is the race leader. Dylan Sisney is second. This is what it sounded like. It's the Dryden Diesel All Deftifying Move of the Week. And now for the Dryden Deftifying Move of the Week, where one driver simply amazes us with their on-track moves. 
Macri folds the lap car. Here comes Sisney. Sisney tries to try the top. Side by side. Jacker flag is out. Damn it, Sisney will win at Port Royal. That death-defying move was brought to you by Dry Dean Diesel All Death, the official death of the world of outlaws and wheelmen everywhere. Visit drydean.com for more information. Does anybody want breakfast? Guys, let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds. Why do you start with that? The Breakfast Stampede Meal. It's only at McDonald's, where there's a meal for every morning. Enjoy our value favorites, like a sausage McMuffin with egg, just two for $4. And get an any-size McCafe premium roast coffee for just a buck. Price and participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Once upon a time in a convenience store, a woman asked, which zero-calorie drink will I like more? The cashier said, I have a thought. Coke Zero Sugar always hits the spot. The taste made her heart fill with laughter. And with her Coke Zero Sugar, she lived happily ever after. Coca-Cola Zero Sugar, unbelievably delicious. No trip to the store is complete without the unbelievably delicious zero-calorie taste of Coke Zero Sugar. Is a high-quality grower, packer, and chipper of Washington State apples, pears, and cherries. Sage Fruit believes in sprint car racing as a proud sponsor of sprint cars for the past 16 years and a partner of Wing Nation for the past four years. We love sprint car racing, and we're there for our sprint car fans. Sage Fruit works hard to deliver an exceptional eating experience. We value our relationship with sprint car fans and appreciate your continued support of Sage Fruit. Ask for Sage Fruit at your local grocer. Now back to the Wing Nation Weekend Podcast. We are glad you joined us. It is Wing Nation Weekend. And uh, joining us on the guest line, he is the uh, crew chief, team manager, all-around chief cook and bottle washer, I guess, I believe, (laughs) for the CJB Racing Team, Shane Stewart, the new driver of that team this year. Uh, Barry Jackson joins us. Hello, Barry. Welcome into Wing Nation. Well, thanks for having me, guys. How are you doing today? We are doing well. Um, how are you doing? I know you got a little time in Pennsylvania this past weekend with this California weather messing around on us. How, how are you doing? How's everything with CJB Racing? Well, everything's pretty good. Got a lot going on. Uh, doesn't seem like we'd have much going on, as yeah. much rain as we've been getting and everything, but uh, you're just kind of always preparing for the season. That's you know, back here right now, uh, working on some cars down the road, you know, welding up a, hopefully will be my final chassis for this year's builds and so forth. But uh, kind of always have a lot going on just to be prepared for the long haul. Barry, talk about the season so far. You and Shane started off uh, very strong, um, but then you head out to the West Coast, you get rain out, you got time off. Talk about just, you know, from Florida on into California. I don't think we've, yeah, it's not like we're, we're not where we want to be for sure. It, it, it's, it's kind of just some different stuff right now. It, it, it's really not like we, he and I are definitely on the same page and, uh, you know, we had some bad luck there in our last race at Stockton. He had straight away almost a half a lap lead when he had that last caution and got a, you know, had a tire going down. We ran over some debris or something, but cut a tire. So we've had, we've kind of had some bad luck and some stupid decisions on my part, I think, like for allowing us to, 
being in a position to run out of fuel at Las Vegas, even though quite a few other cars did, but, you know, then you have cars that didn't. And that's just kind of something that we're kind of have under the microscope, microscope right now too. The, the engines keep progressing and we seem to be burning more fuel than ever. So we're pretty much just going to switch everything. We, we used to only have to run a bigger tank at two or three racetracks a year. And, you know, Kings Royal, it's 40 laps and Williams Grove National Open because it's 40 laps and the air is pretty good at that time of year. But now we're, we were even close to being out of fuel at Stockton. So we're kind of going through all that right now. And, you know, so just some, just some mistakes and we just really haven't gotten, it just doesn't feel like we're into the race season yet. I'm really happy as far as some of our performance and what I see for coming down the road. It's going to be wonderful. Yeah. You know, Barry, when you talk about the the fuel issue and the big tank versus small tank and the the engine seeming to be burning more fuel, I mean, is there, this might be a dumb question because as much as I drove, I wasn't much of a mechanic, but there's nothing you can do at the track to change your fuel mileage. I mean, you you have to kind of jet the motor for the, the air, right? The air quality? Yeah, when the air's when the air's really good, like it is here in the beginning of the year and then late in the season, and, and we'll run our bigger tanks in Volusia mainly because we're just putting so much fuel through them. You have to so you don't burn them up. So there's places you know, but then we're, we've been getting into trouble at places where we've never even had issues with running the smaller tanks, and it takes some change over time. I mean, here for the longest time we had, you know, six or seven 28-gallon tanks, and only two of the 32-gallon tanks. So, you know, you're only talking a four- or five-gallon difference, but it, we're pretty much getting forced into just going to the, you know, and, and getting all that stuff switched out. And it's just an inventory thing where you got a bunch of one thing, so now you got to, you know, either, you know, just invest in a, in a you know, we to do the whole deal and have all the cars together that we want to have together and, spares in the trailer you need you know eight tanks or so for this deal so it's just an investment thing that you know those newer tanks or you know the bigger tanks are twenty three, twenty four hundred dollars a piece complete so you know it's a just another investment and you know just something that we're just going to have to do and i think probably just run a big tank all the time now Barry, what's been the hesitation to just running the big tank everywhere? Is it a weight issue? Is it the way it makes the car handle? It's not really a weight issue, you know, and and we're kind of getting, for a long time, and I know there was guys, there was guys like Sammy Swindell and so forth, those guys absolutely despise putting big tanks on their cars, you know, the way it just affects the balance and so forth. And we seem to have a pretty good handle on that. Like I say, more so, it's probably because I have six of one type and two of the other. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And, and it's just a deal where, uh, you know, and it's never been giving us any problems. But back to your questionnaire a little bit ago, you know, another thing that we do kind of in tuning or, or, or in, in, in this case, like detuning, is we'll just run our, run our motors fatter and richer to kind of detune them a little bit. Well, then they're kind of using more fuel when you don't even have to, but I don't know. It just seems like we're getting these cars more and more where the drivers are just able, the corner speeds are so fast. The competition is just up. It's at a premium all time high in my eyes. There's just so many, you know, you got a lot of the younger guys and younger kids that are getting in here. And I mean, they're just, 
the whole pace is just increasing all the time. And that just uh, equates to running, you know, more fuel. And, you know, we're going through the corners faster, and these guys are just in the gas a lot more than we used to be. Oh, it's fascinating how that adjusted. And, and one thing yields another, yields another, which yields another. Now, you, you talk about, Barry, the pace of the races, the drivers, and everything like that. One of the other headline stories we're dealing with is the fact that you're camped out in California. Now, I know we've established you went back to Pennsylvania, but the team is camped out in California. You're not racing. As the team manager, as the crew chief, as the trying to get momentum, trying to learn things, what are, what are, what are the, all, the, all, the, all the challenges with not racing, especially so far away from, from everything else? I think that's the hardest part right now. It's just, you know, it's just like you can't – it's like when we went down to Florida – you know, we went and ran the races, the all-star races at Ocala, and then jumped right over to Volusia, and you're running a couple all-star races right in the aisle. We ran seven races there, you know, in a little over a week. And you can really start to get your flow going. And then we've only ran two, three, we've only ran five or six races since then. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like... I don't know. You just don't feel like you're in your normal groove of what we're used to doing, just hair on fire, running up and down the road, going into the next racetrack, racing and getting prepared for the next. I mean, heck, the way it's been out there, we don't even know what racetrack to prepare for you (laughs) next. We did make a call the way it was looking last week. You know, I told my crew, I was like, let's just get this thing ready for, uh," because I knew I was, I was, coming home to do some work in the shop this week i'm like we're just gonna make a call here and rather backtracking through it we're just gonna get prepared for hanford and we just made a lucky choice there i'd say uh barry you mentioned that you and shane are on the same page uh, already you feel you know confident in each other talk about that transition and what it's been like uh, you know only five or six races into the year well we we're we're a lot you know we're closer in age and just our backgrounds and so forth and uh his feedback is really really good and what i like about where we sit right now is we were really good in the slick right off the get-go in florida like when we won the all-star race and we finished second in the first outlaw race the tracks were pretty slick that night those nights Mm -hmm. and Shane had been struggling on the slick stuff a little bit, and I know it made him really, really happy, and it kind of proved to him that, oh, I, you know, I'm fine in that. I just have to have the package around me. Now we've went out, and we struggled the one night. We just qualified terrible there at Chico. We we weren't bad at uh, at Tulare. We didn't qualify. Our biggest problem this year has been qualifying, and that's something we're really working on here right now with our motor program and so forth. And you know, doing some different stuff there. But then we then we uh, put our heads together and figured out some stuff between Chico and Stockton, and that place was about as rough and about as heavy as you want to see. And to have our car that good in the A-Main that night, so it's real refreshing to me to know we kind of got both ends of the spectrum covered here. So, you know, moving forward, I you know, I have a lot of confidence in, in where we're heading. Barry, you talk about Shane being uh, somewhat closer in age to you. You actually went home to Pennsylvania this past weekend, and you were crewing on a car for somebody who was not nearly your age. Uh, I believe your grandson Landon made his quarter midget debut 
What was that like, Grandpa? <laughs> well, it's pretty awesome. Uh, just I have I'm so I mean those grandsons of mine are they're just the joy of my life. So being able to being able to do a couple little things like that with them, and I can't put a whole lot into it just with my schedule and so forth. But I you know helped them out a little bit here, kind of getting you know things together and rolling and i don't know a whole lot about the quarter midget world that's a whole different ball game but you know it's still racing and it's still you know a lot of the same principles apply but i mean basically my biggest saying with with the the boys and my, my daughter and so forth there is like let's just have fun i know how demanding and how much pressure that we race under, you know, and what our deal's all about all, all the time. I'm like, this just has to be a fun thing. And I went down there to Susquehanna, their little outback track on Sunday, and just sat there kind of in the bleachers and kind of had a smile on my face all day long. It's kind of fun to do and go to a race and, you know, just approach it like that. But, no, nah, it's really cool. So how did he do, and, and how difficult is it to watch your grandson behind the wheel versus just a hired driver? Um, well, they're, you know, he, he's only six, and, he you know, he's he's a little timid with the whole thing now. But they, they do a really – they, they kind of – you know, he's in the rookie program, uh, and they do a, a good job of – just bringing those kids along, you know, they had some little training deals the last couple weekends where they took them. They weren't actually in cars or anything. They're just teaching them, explaining things, they actually rode little scooters around, just simulating what they'll be going through on the cars. And then they took them down there. That was their first practice deal there on Sunday. And they put one car out there at a time. Then they brought them out. There was three and then six. And, you know, they talked to them through a receiver and, you know, you know, uh, instruct them a little bit and so it's just it's just a lot of fun i don't think we're 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 not at the speeds in those things yet because they're like in this rookie deal they're really restricted i think that little restrictor just looks like the size of a pencil eraser (laughs) (laughs) so it's like when you put a restrictor plate on a cup car or something and so it's they're real restricted at this point but it's kind of just watching all those little little you know young kids down there the other day it was just a lot of fun that is that is we've seen the quarter midgets at, at daytona they're coming to charlotte uh you know the ones running the national tour and yeah. i know that your, your your grandson's in the rookie program but it is it is such a great program that usac has going on there at least with the national tour and all the quarter midget racing barry it is always a pleasure to chat uh we appreciate the time uh we wish you the best as we hopefully get back racing along the way and we yeah, wish you looks, con- yeah continued looks success. okay for this this weekend and uh yeah. You know, we'll be. I, I just, we just need to get into a good flow of racing here, and and hopefully the weather starts cooperating a little bit. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt about it. We appreciate it. Thanks, Barry. Okay, there we you guys go. Have a good day. You got Thanks. Barry Jackson. Uh, I'm sitting here looking at notes. There, there's like eight zillion things I could talk to Barry Jackson I know, about. I know. I mean, when he started talking about fuel and motors, I know. I, and you're uh, all, yeah, see, yeah. Oh, the en- engineer Aaron comes the nerd. out here. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, great, great stuff. As Barry said, okay, fingers crossed, 
Things are looking all right. World of Outlaw, Noss Energy Springs, Hanford on Friday night, Paris on Saturday night. Again, fingers crossed here. Uh, you can catch it all on Dirt Vision. ASCS has a lot of regional action. Sprint Car Challenge Tour is out in Placerville. USCS is racing a couple of races. Uh, openers at um, uh, Atomic. Attica going to try again. So make sure you check your schedules, okay, because in this springtime, We'll sit here and talk about something, and 20 minutes ago it got canceled and yeah. we didn't even know. So make sure you follow along. And when they do race, get out to the racetrack, okay? Pennsylvania's all up and running, scheduled to go this weekend as well. And I want to get out of here. We want to remind you, coming up on Wednesday, April 10th, rain or shine, we're having Sprint Car Day. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mother Nature, you, 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 you. Don't even think anything there. <laughs> uh, so we'll be set to go. And when all the racing happens this weekend, you can find it all on wingnation.com on our broadcast calendar. Go to the racetrack. But if you can't get to the racetrack, we have all the links to all the pay-per-views there. So you can go to wingnation.com and do that. Now, on Saturday, coming up on Wing Nation, presented by Sage Fruit on Mav TV. Scruffy joins us. How about that? We'll have Bobby Allen. You can catch that on Saturday morning. Thanks to Barry Jackson for joining us today here on the show. This has been the Wing Nation Weekend Podcast. The Wing Nation Weekend Podcast is a production of the Motor Racing Network. All rights reserved. We're always driving to dance lessons. So we signed up for Know Your Drive. We save money and get closer to her dancing dreams. The daring young man on the flying trapeze. Or maybe her singing dreams. Sign up for Know Your Drive and save up to 20%. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Products not available in every state. Discount terms apply. Visit amfam.com slash knowyourdrive for details. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI, and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those Camrys up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc.